Dumb Posers, a songwriting masterclass. What if I talk like this the entire time? What if I talk I like I should have I was harmonized reading? with Dumb Posers when you said it. I mean, there's, I guess, okay, let's take it again. Take it again. <laughs> Hi. And imagine if I've never done a podcast before. <laughs> okay, we're already starting off. Let's really start slowly. again. Okay, let's start again. Let's take it over. Okay, I'm Brady Reed. This is my friend Jack. Um, this is a podcast about songwriting, as you probably uh, know from the title. Um, me and my friend here, we're really silly boys, and we like to write songs. And we're trying to push ourselves to write more songs and talk to our friends about songwriting. Um, and that's the reason you're listening to this podcast. And I guess we should start by telling the audience a little bit about ourselves. Jack, do you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing music since I was about 13. Brag, okay. Yeah. What about you? How old? <laughs> um, 16. Wow. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. What was your first instrument? Uh, I got a guitar for my birthday. Nice, dude. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh-huh. What kind of guitar? Electric? This is just a Fender guitar. Strat electric. You got a Fender Strat? Off the bat. Wow, sick. Did you <laughs> did you have like an amp or were you just like playing it and your parents um, were like... I think there was a tiny amp later, but for the first like couple months, <laughs> there wasn't. And I remember there was this kid down the street uh-huh. who would come over and play it. To the point where I got like real annoyed that I hid it in the attic for three months and like did not touch it. Yeah. <laughs> was he like really good? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, he was better than me. I mean, that sounds like a classic 13 year old. I got, <laughs> I honestly started playing guitar out of spite because, um, my, I had a lot, I had a couple friends in high school who all played guitar. Like, the, th- I don't know why, but I, I grew up in Inglewood in California mm-hmm. and, um, Everyone, right. basically, as soon as you get a guitar, you have to learn Master of Puppets. Like, everyone <laughs> is, like, into, like, metal, and you, have, like, have to prove that you can, like, play fast. Um, so, people would bring, like, acoustic guitars to school and stuff. And this is one time I was hanging out with my friends, and I just, like, picked up the guitar, and they were like, look, it's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking, like, roasted me. <laughs> I was just, like, trying to have, like, a good time. <laughs> So I was like so pissed that I like um got my mom to like buy me like a like a I don't know like a hundred and fifty dollar acoustic guitar and then I like was determined to be like the best guitar player in the world yeah. for like two years and I was just like I'm just gonna play post punk actually I'm just gonna play <laughs> just gonna yeah play at, at a screen. certain point where you realize like oh I'm just never gonna be this good so I'll just focus on writing songs yeah I'm <laughs> just like why do I care I'm like I love Interpol and the Strokes like I am not yeah. gonna like uh, get into like Led Zeppelin territory or anything the first like the very first thing I learned I was at like some party uh-huh. and it was before I had a guitar. And I go upstairs, and the kid who's, like, throwing the party, he was, like, really good at guitar. And he's sitting there, and he was playing, like, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I'm thinking, like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then I was like, I need to learn how to play something. He's like, here, I'll teach you how to play Smoke on the Water. And for that entire party, like, Uh I was in this room by myself, like, trying to 
get this riff down. Damn it. And it's like, I was like the first time I like had ignored a whole party. Like I just got there and then I was like obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And then music turns into party and and you aren't writing anymore. Yeah. I I feel like literally these days people don't even know the song Smoke on the Water unless they have started to try to play a guitar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, anybody, you can, the sales of, like, how many people have bought in a guitar and how many people have heard that song yeah. are the exact same number. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, can I, can I tell you a secret? I uh, never. Sure, this is a safe place to do that. <laughs> this is the podcast about secrets. Um, <laughs> I never even heard, I never even heard of Nirvana until I was, like, probably, like, 15. <laughs> and I saw um the music video for uh smells like teen spirit like on like yahoo music videos uh-huh. or something um and it changed my life i was like going around like for like probably like two weeks i was just like to everyone who had listened i was just like have you heard of this band nirvana <laughs> and i i didn't even know kurt cobain was like dead <laughs> like no that was i got that was the thing like i uh, for my birthday i got this guitar uh-huh. and then with money i went and i bought like my first cds ever and yeah. one of them was smells like teen spirit like that or that whole out al- that Nevermind album absolutely and i remember putting it on in my mother's like suburban so i could be alone uh-huh. and listening to it and have never heard it before and i was like singing along to every part i was like this is somehow like already in me yeah like it's been around like in my childhood and i didn't know it because sure. i knew all the fucking hooks for some reason oh nice and then basically for two years after that it was my identity like just being kurt cobain was like what i wanted to do i completely uh, honestly it's embarrassing same. now <laughs> like looking back and like seeing i had like these like grunge like yeah. outfits and shit like yeah. full-on flannel all the time i honestly was like i'm gonna bring grunge back um that's the, exactly what i thought yeah totally <laughs> the first band i was ever in was a three-piece i played guitar and i sang we wrote one song and like maybe did like two or three covers but we would practice in my friend's garage we were called little militia <laughs> um we did have our, a myspace our first band was called slacker oh uh, that's way better and we did the s like 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 uh it looked like a lightning bolt or something oh uh, it didn't look did. like one of those um like triangle s's that you draw <laughs> oh stucy damn That'd yeah that would have that i should have gone that with stuck around i think um <laughs> Yeah, uh, man, very embarrassing time. Like I, I can really it was picture so, it was like just incredibly what I looked like and how I dressed. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. the thing. Is like it's like I stopped being funny and mm-hmm. then was like, oh, this is what I am. <laughs> I'm a brooding artist at 13. Yeah, we played one show and it was um, our high school talent show in front of like way too many people Damn. and. Uh, I think my mom left right after that. She was like so embarrassed. It was pretty. It was pretty brutal. But um, I, yeah. Our first show was at a like a high school Halloween party, uh, and way we had better. just started. And and uh, in the middle of our set, uh-huh. like a crowd of like fifty or seventy kids, like Whoa. just dump. They just leave. They all leave the backyard <laughs> in the middle of it. And I remember like Why? there was like a video of it and some one person like what somebody's girlfriend is like looking around like what the hell's happening? And the entire backyard is flush and at that moment like I'm playing a song and I'm thinking uh-huh. are we this fucking bad? What happened? There was a fight well, oh, like in yeah, the front yard for, sure. for an, from another party. Like Fuck. there was two parties in the same block and two people like were about to fight from each party Fuck. so they both like ran out but at that time it That's was like awesome. this is the worst thing you could think of happening yeah. it's like the audience hating you so much they just all bounce Dude, at the same time it would have been so sick if that fight happened at your show <laughs> yeah. it would have been like oh shoot we got a mosh pit already yeah yeah exactly <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> that's cool how many bands have you been in 
Um, there I would know be... this podcast just seems like we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> just us reliving like our high school years, but I swear we're going to like... These were peaky, peaked years. <laughs> It'll get interesting, I swear. <laughs> uh, I, I was like within like the same two, three people that we kept like changing the band name For sure. over and over and over. Uh-huh. I just kept changing it. Like yeah. ridiculous names like Pink Jacket Society. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Um, the aftermath was one. That one's probably the worst. That's, that's pretty like, cool. That's like post math rock, I think. Yeah, mine's mine were um, really terrible. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I was in, I was in a band that we never even really got together, but we were just like obsessed with like playing together because we were obsessed with this one local band called the Bentleys uh-huh. that was like really good. I like still listen to them this day. They're like a really good like surf rock type of band that okay. like. Um, was like just like played around like San Fernando Valley. Um, we have this band called Lens that we never started. <laughs> um, and then the first real band I was in, the first one that was like halfway good, and we played a bunch of shows. Um, was called Night. <laughs> um, spelled with a K? Or? No, it was okay, not. Just, it was just spelled. N-I-T-E? It, was, it was just spelled Night. Normal uh, we had night. a period at the end. <laughs> Um, Wait, a band name with a period? Yeah, that's dope. Um, not, not, not good for Google search. But it was the, literally the only name we could like sort of like agree on. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I was in like a couple more after that that were that were also pretty good. But um, yeah, I think we wrote probably like twenty, maybe thirty songs. Um, half of them were probably good. I there's someone has a demo somewhere, but our yeah. MySpace is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a whole Un- MySpace of like 19 of all these. Like, yeah, the second I started getting into like songwriting, like acoustic mm-hmm. stuff, and like getting away from bands, that was all on like nice. MySpace at like 19. That was like the beginning of it. Nice. Um, at this point, I think we should probably talk about the premise of the podcast. So, <laughs> um, this podcast, um, just so you guys know. We are, um, we plan to write songs for this podcast every podcast, every week, every yeah, week, ideally. or whatever <laughs> we do. You it. guys will be hearing it every week. We're truly going to aim for every week. Um, we're going to have other songwriters on this podcast. We're going to be writing songs, um, like two prompts. Um, but we're really going to be like having fun. We're going to be like going through this process. Um, like, I for the record like i have i've been taking a break from songwriting for like a long time i've been doing mm-hmm. comedy for um about like eight years i haven't been doing a lot of music during that time and i recently um like bought myself a guitar bought myself a bass bought myself some some drums i'm in a huge amount of debt um, <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like you know what it's time to get back into it this is something i enjoy so much and you you've always been writing songs (laughs) yeah but it's like it's the fucking weirdest thing it's like i'll be writing and in bands and this and that Uh and i'll have like entire albums in my head like written out in notebooks same and then time goes by and then i get over them and i haven't recorded some of them and it's like the last album i've like put out was in 2012 Mm -hmm. and it's just like all these ups and downs like i had like an album and a half ready to go Mm -hmm. and then the dude who was like who offered he wanted to be involved to like produce it. Uh He then broke up with his girlfriend who was my friend. And then at that point, like from then on out, whenever we saw like each other, he was like getting drunk and saying, are you fucking her? I'm like, dude, she's my friend. And 
Beca- uh, and because of that, like, I never got any of that music back. It's uh, all on his fucking computer. And I, like, yikes. And then that kind of put, like, a couple years of just, like, mm-hmm. fuck this. Like, I haven't, like, engaged into that much. Mm-hmm. But the past, like, year has been, like, really, like, intense of sitting down with it and, like, getting back into it. Nice. And, like, trying to get a finished product. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the th- reason we wanted to start the podcast is, like, mm-hmm. to have, like, a discipline in the to practice. To fuck this guy to up. Fuck oh, yeah, and, to, yeah. To have a discipline, right. <laughs> to, to show this guy that I don't need those songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to also let him know, yeah, I was fucking her the whole time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck you, man. We're not just friends. Dude, friends all, those, Benny's. all those songs on your computer were about how I was fucking her. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, That is absolutely true, by the way. Um, We're not joking. <laughs> um that's really cool and i'm super excited to make i mean this is gonna push both of us to make music and hopefully some of our friends to make music and maybe if you're a musician listening to this podcast too um this will help you make music too and just so you know we do own the rights to the music that you make that's inspired by this podcast um mm-hmm. so definitely yeah if you guys want to take a prompt and send it in if we think it doesn't suck we might show five seconds of it yeah yeah we definitely will um <laughs> Let's, I guess at this point, I mean, we're definitely going to get to some songs that we wrote, but um, I, I want to talk about some of our favorite songwriters before we get into that. Um, are there any people who like jump to mind for you? I would say first, for sure, would it be like Brian Wilson. I think even oh, before, yeah. Yeah, for sure. before I like played guitar or anything, like uh-huh. the only music I listened to was like surf music uh-huh. and then the Beach Boys and surf guitar. Like that was just like totally. an obsession as a kid. Nice. Like it was the coolest sounding music. It still is the coolest sounding It still really music. is. Like yeah. even though it's like you'll watch these videos and they're like played by really goofy looking mm-hmm. white dudes. Like mm-hmm. it's still the coolest, most like it's got like this profound attitude and all this stuff that has never like kind of gone away and then what brian wilson did with it is just like insane like he could have picked any genre and then ultimately done what he did and i think i've just been obsessed with that i mean that's like something to not really want to like compare yourself to because i mean he did pet sounds at 22 and i'm like fuck this i actually didn't know that (laughs) yeah it's depressing whenever i hear that i have to remind myself that like somebody like bukowski didn't write his first book until he's 55 nice and i'm like at least there's also somebody could do something at a later age he's the beach boys of books that's what i'm always Yeah, I am. I am trying to really get comfortable with being going into my thirties. Just um, uh, knowing that my best creative output is um, ahead of me. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's like as you get older too, you get like way more comfortable with yourself, yeah. and then uh-huh. that's I think where my songwriting's gotten better personally. Yeah. Is like I'm not trying to be Kurt Cobain at you know mm-hmm. when I'm fourteen, like. Once yeah. you start getting more comfortable with who you are, I think your songs just get better that way because they're going to make it more unique anyways. Yeah, I feel way more comfortable about the stuff that I'm singing now than I was when I was like um, 20, to be honest. And I I don't know, there's, they're both like poetic and like way too like over earnest and I'm still uh-huh. like embarrassed of them. But I, I, I know the perspective behind like the words that I like write. So. Yeah. I think that's I think that's cool. Actually, I think it's very cool. I think that's cool. Actually, <laughs> I uh, like that we're talking this serious songwriter stuff, and we're about to play songs that we wrote under the theme of like Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I writing think... some of the best stuff in my life. This <laughs> one's about a Frankenstein. Yeah, we literally <laughs> wrote songs about Halloween this year. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like some of the songwriters that I like 
came up with i mean i was definitely very influenced by like things like the velvet underground and stuff growing up like i've always been this kind of like anti-mainstream person and i like still am that's that's the thing too is like nirvana Mm -hmm. instilled that to me though they like the first album sold like 10 million records yeah but they never want them to yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they keep saying that but they kept showing up to those big concerts yeah they kept showing up to well they i guess they only did top of the pops one time and then they were just like this sucks (laughs) i love any band who did not take top of the pop seriously yeah um yes i i would say my favorite songwriter right now someone who i've been listening to for um over a decade and i won't stop and i still love other songs Mm -hmm. is um do you know the band Radio Department? No. Um, it's this. It's basically just like two dudes from like Sweden or something, um, and they um, hate the music industry. Sure. Like they like hate it so much, and they like write songs. They write very pretty songs about yeah. how they hate the music industry, <laughs> um, and they're just like my favorite. And then sometimes some of their songs would be like dark and electronic, and some of them will just be kind of like. Um, kind of bright and um just uh like you know um drums in a bass and a guitar you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i that's that, that's my wheelhouse and that's where i'm at as just like a post-punk little baby yeah, so yeah. um yeah th- th- that's why that's what i think of when i when i when i write music i'm just like it's not for commercial success I write it for fun. I write it for if it if it becomes literally anyone's favorite song, mm-hmm. then I did my job right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and the the more you like focus on just writing a song uh, like trying to express a certain idea or emotion, the more it's uh-huh. going to connect with anybody as opposed to like what's a song that will cover all the grounds, tick all the like boxes and will get me fame. Like it's just a weird Yeah. It's a weird thing to try to strive for. Like I understand like I mean, now that you we say all that, want it sounds love. pretty sick. <laughs> like, I get it. We want love. Something didn't yeah. happen at a young age. Yeah. Well, we need this attention. I mean, it's absolutely true. I can say when I was when I was younger, up until only a couple of years ago, <laughs> <laughs> I had this thing in the back of my head where I was just like, someday people are going to see how talented I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like anyone who disrespects me is going to oh, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, revenge so... fame, <laughs> yeah. revenge fame. That's half of most people's motivation. With oh this yeah. A hundred percent. Um, which is such like an immature way to like look at stuff. And it's um, only a dead end. Like, yeah, it's, it's, that's if it happens, it's still like, it's not going to make you feel any better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause um, that's the thing is like, anytime you'd get a little taste of it, like I was mm-hmm. in a band that was like, relatively big like we toured and stuff Mm -hmm. when i was like in my 20s Mm -hmm. and like if i like when girls would come up to you after a show and talk to you i was like resenting it yeah i was like you wouldn't have talked to me me before because i'm in a band i know so there's no winning i'm gonna be i'm gonna be upset somehow (laughs) and it was like also a band that i wasn't crazy about being in so that probably didn't help yeah i hear yeah what did you do in that band Uh, i played bass nice yeah i was sitting in the pocket you were walking the walk. I was, like, I was like a, I was like a, some loose M and M's. You're keeping it low. Loose M and M's sitting in a pocket. <laughs> Melt in your mouth? Not okay. That's enough of that. <laughs> we're sponsored by M and M's. We're sponsored by M and M's. We're sponsored by peanut butter M and M's only. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Well, that's great. Um, I guess let's get into some of these silly songs. Okay. Am I so going? we'll go with yours okay. first. Uh, okay. So, um. I, for a long time, have been wanting to start, like, a comedy 
goth band like mm-hmm. this year i've just been like so just a goth band just a- <laughs> burn uh, absolutely i've been like um re-obsessed with like the cure and stuff uh-huh. like that and um i first of all i am goth like genuinely <laughs> like i i'm just like a i've just been like almost embracing it as a joke but like it's not even really a joke anymore um <laughs> So I I had this like thing in my head. So I wanted to get going on these songs. So I, I wrote a Halloween song. Mm-hmm. Um, the band that I made up for it is called the Boohoo's. I think I might Great change name. it to Da Boohoo's just because I think it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like D A Boohoo's? Yeah, like Da Boohoo's. Yeah. <laughs> I, like that. I think it gets more of the point across. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I wrote a song. And you're going to spell duh, D-U-H? D- <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Duh, but I was just thinking D-A, but uh-huh. D-U-H. I, I feel like, I don't know, whatever is the least confusing. I'll like sleep on it. But um, I wrote a song that's honestly not even that funny because I did want to make <laughs> like a Halloween anthem. Um, it's called Dang Old Trick or Treat. <laughs> and the premise of the song is about a dude who it doesn't have to be a dude but it's about a dude who um forgets about halloween every year and he's easily (laughs) spooked (laughs) and so anytime like someone knocks on his door and he answers it is like a monster and he gets like scared for a second and then he realize and then he remembers that it's halloween and then he's just like come on that's a that's a dang old trick-or-treat come on (laughs) (laughs) all right well we'll listen to it
trick or treating. I got a warning and the bells are beating. There's monsters in the streets and the trick or treating. Yeah. Give me candy or give me Wolfman. They see you, dude. <laughs> bye. bye, guys. <laughs> oh, he took the mic with him. See you later. <laughs> I'm getting farther away now. <laughs> cool. That's my song. I do have so many things to say about it at this point. Um, yeah, it's one of the first songs that I have written from my huge um, song hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am proud of it looking back on it. I, th- I do think it's a bop. I can dance to it. It's a little mm-hmm. bit removed. That bass line's sick. Thank you. That was you. the first thing I really liked about it. Um, you know what's crazy? That bass line? Actually, a guitar. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't have a bass at the time, so I was just like, oh, how low can I get this thing? <laughs> yeah. And I just... Um, I've been doing this thing recently where I was just like... I've been overthinking so many of the songs that I've been writing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, let me actually simplify things. So that baseline is literally just um like like two little riffs yeah over and over and over. Yeah, it keeps the whole thing driving. Yeah, I've like have since like tried out more complicated things where I'm just like I can see how this sounds better in some respects, mm-hmm. but it just kind of like loses a little bit of that um like simplicity so i just like kept that's the thing too simple. is like when you sit down and you're like if you're in a band mm-hmm. everybody would kind of they all tend to gel a little more with mm-hmm. their simplicity but if you're like recording each part you keep thinking that oh i oh, really yeah. need to bring something on this part totally and then you also get kind of like bored for me i get like a oh, little yeah. add and think and like halfway through the recording i'll just start spicing it up for no reason yeah. and then go back and listen like why the fuck do i keep ruining takes <laughs> by like throwing an impromptu like yeah. lick that yeah like, this is gonna kill it. I'll just make it up from the top. Too many sounds going on at yeah. one time. That's def- that's definitely like the downside of having Brian Wilson as an influence. Right. It's like, well, I don't have an orchestra right. that has been playing with each other for years, like at my disposal. Mm-hmm. You know, to get that sound. Like it. After a while, you keep layering shit. It's just gonna get muddy. Yeah. I also. Yeah. I. I've been having a huge problem with, with over layering songs recently. So I'm just like. Let me just try to simplify. Let me have one bass. Let me have two guitars, mm-hmm. um, drums and vocals, and like that's it. That was kind of, I didn't. I almost put keys into the song, and as you can, you can hear some sound effects. You can hear some. I put some bats 
in yeah. the in the solo. <laughs> um, hopefully, maybe I'll uh, I'll have re-recorded by the time this podcast comes out. But like my, I was gonna re-record that solo, mm-hmm. and then my, like I something in my pedal board, like one of the um the power supplies like crapped out like two days before Halloween. I was just like, fuck, I have to finish this song. That's spooky. I got to like, that is spooky. Cover up this, this, this solo that I don't totally love. Let me find bat noises. (laughs) (laughs) Just peeking behind the curtain a bit. Yeah. Or like some kind of lab sounds. Yeah. (laughs) Monster mash. That's the same thing. Yeah. I definitely tried to have some, um, some spooky, um, like monster. Um, I wanted it to be goofy. So, like you know when the monsters are like at the door and they're like hi yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like i definitely had to throw out some of that stuff in there and then i got one of my best friends janelle randall who um at the very end singing yeah she's, okay. she's a talented say, singer like someone else. yeah absolutely um she came over uh literally the the day before halloween and we just like slapped dash um did her vocals and half her takes were like in a british accent and i was like why why what's up <laughs> and she's like it feels right and I was going just like, through something you're right you're absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> awesome so, well yeah. yeah it was a spooky song thank you so much you're welcome thank you so much what's your song so the song uh that i've got here is a collaboration actually i did with Ooh. my buddy greg mm-hmm. who was staying with me and like I've got like a huge like I love monster like that sixties era of monster totally. Music. There's it's an insane amount like there's really huge compilations of it. I need some and, of these. And then they started like because it's like a it's like a uh, like a novelty genre of its own. Mm-hmm. But then they started crossing like other novelty genres. Like I wouldn't call surf music a novelty, but then the, mm-hmm. they would cross it and have a monster like drag race song where all the different monsters were in a race in different cars and that's the song whoa yeah it's really good and then <laughs> there's like this. people who like became these like they're like these amazing artists within this genre like i'd say like joe meek mm-hmm. his stuff he like started doing like weird monster stuff and his first big hit was like just about like a satellite like i think when it went i think it was sputnik that makes sense or something but he did like a lot of like monster shit and, and like created all these weird sounds in his apartment i need to hear this and he used to do seances for buddy holly uh-huh. and then killed his landlord lord and himself like on buddy holly's eighth year death anniversary wow cool yeah real cool dude i'm i am pro terrible landlords, i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like Fix the sink you <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> they even did like a uh like then the monster stuff like died around the 70s but they started doing disco monster songs there's oh a, yeah there's one called drax back and it's about dracula and oh, it's a disco gosh. song but i but the idea i had was like what if you know they like there's no like punk or post wave or like post punk or no wave like uh monster things so uh-huh. like, let's do one if it was like a devo song doing a monster like an early devo doing some kind of monster thing, thing so that was the whole idea i don't think i've heard this song yet okay let's do it Oh, no, you can't 
Wars Operation by the Short Circuit 2, the band. Wow. <laughs> Wolfman Brody's back. Oh, oh, sorry. I just forgot something. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you, dude. Bye. <laughs> okay, that was amazing. <laughs> um, this... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Two Wolfman Brody appearances? That I'm... is amazing. Man, he's got a cool car, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone he's gone for good uh, <laughs> um that was great it reminds me it i want to call this song bongo madness but i think you have a song called oh, bongo the, madness. that's right i think this is it oh now that i think about it i think it? i have sent you the bongo madness yeah because i definitely that's heard right. the song before um and i've showed people the song before <laughs> And they loved it too. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I was like, "There's an instrumental break here," uh-huh. and, and he was like, "Well, I could do a solo or something." I was like, "No, no, no! I just got this bongo. <laughs> like, I'm gonna pretend I'm Tito Puente or something yeah. and do this bongo solo." And then I was like, "Instead of a guitar solo, do an, an acoustic guitar solo uh-huh. over this. Is just ridiculous." Yeah, absolutely. I've told you once before, and I'll tell you again. This is my f- new favorite song of all time. <laughs> Um, You'll it, be hearing that a lot on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's chaotic. It's bubbly, just like you. <laughs> yeah. um, it's got like eight different breakdowns in it. <laughs> yeah, those are like the writing of it was uh-huh. like. I started with the drum machine, uh-huh. so I just recorded the drum machine, and I'm like pressing fills randomly. So then at that point, he comes up with like a bass line and the fills. I'm like, use the fills as like a signature to like assigned to like have you change it up or do uh-huh. something different so then once he did that we then came up he wrote like the lyrics we came up with the melodies and then the fun part was like just adding all the different yeah. weird sounds and monster sounds and shit imagine if you will you're um you're very ill you're in the <laughs> hospital you are going into surgery. You don't know if you're going to come out alive. You're and nervous. <laughs> nervous as hell. You're just someone, looking for something yeah. to reassure you. Someone puts on the the mask for the antiseptic and you're falling asleep. And then the surgeon's like, all right, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this pumped up song. <laughs> and then you hear the song and you know everything is going to be all right. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe. <laughs> it's great. Congratulations on operation (laughs) (laughs) nailed the prompt um so if you can't tell by this point um yeah we're writing silly songs (laughs) and especially if we're going to be writing them every week they're listen folks (laughs) they're going to be silly um for sure even their earnest ones will probably come off as silly in this context absolutely and um songwriting is not easy at all um I know we made it look easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you heard two masterpieces. Yeah, you heard two um, brilliant, beautiful masterpieces, (laughs) beautiful mind masterpieces. Um, But um, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I'm looking forward to shooting music videos for both of these songs next Halloween. Mm, that's a good idea. Um, Let's add that on the show. Every song we do, we will shoot a video for it. We will shoot a video for it. Um, That's that's the guarantee. (laughs) Um, I guess we have to decide what we're going to do for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's, hmm, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure. I, I was uh-huh. thinking, um, since we both had a connection on mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, if we wrote a song oh, about Kurt Cobain. You're genius. <laughs> so write one about him. Doesn't necessarily need to be in uh-huh. the genre of grunge or anything. It's writing some. Be. <laughs> I was like, I was probably thinking about doing like a Brian Wilson sounding like 
piano ballad about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> but either way, whatever you want to do, a song about Kurt Cobain, uh-huh. I think, is a good a good prompt. Sounds great. There's not a lot of songs about him. I can't think of anybody who wrote a song about him. Um, I I think um, let's see, Cat Power probably <laughs> did. I think um, we'll see. Well, that's <laughs> our, that's who we're sure. going after then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's our competition. Um, that's okay. That's a great prompt for next week. Let's try a song about Kurt Cobain. Um, um, I, 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 okay. Cut all this out. Um, we do I'll just pitch shift it. So yeah. it sounds like music. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Great idea. Um, we are going to be taking, um, a lot of suggestions from the people listening to this podcast. We want to create a community, um, around this. We want to have, um, other songwriters on as much as possible, um, giving them prompts as well. Um, we don't just want this to be a device for um, you guys to listen to our songs. <laughs> We're not uh, huge narcissists anymore. Um, yeah, this podcast was <laughs> invented for that reason. Yeah, exactly. We're like the only two people who listen to it. Um, so yeah, um, I guess we're still trying to figure out what we're going to be doing, but um at the moment you can message us you can like tweet at me or message me on like instagram or something um i am at ayo bro bro ayo bro bro uh where can we find you uh i'll be at mirthquake jackson that should be my instagram and mm-hmm. most everything i think i do will be underneath that hell yeah yeah so i'd say like send us any like one word suggestions about like mm-hmm. uh, something you could sing a song about and we'll say right now like be be easy on the food because i feel like a lot of people are going to suggest food on the food <laughs> different yeah. types of food and i'm not going to fucking write a goddamn song about pineapples every fucking day that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> so and and if also if you wanted to throw in like a combo like a, mm-hmm. a th- like a theme underneath a genre things mm-hmm. like that we could take in consideration yeah we'll get we're going to get real wacky and loose with it and we're going to have a lot of fun and hopefully teach you guys a little bit about um, songwriting as a process. Um, and this is a masterclass, so uh, you you do have to pay for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's it. And um, thanks so much for joining us at Dumb Posers. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's end this on a high note. Let's end this on a high note. A Wolfman Brody's back, back, baby. And I brought you the outro song. <laughs> Lucy.